0: This is a Halloween show, and let us start the Halloween show. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Are you scared that your desires might be strange? Well, then come and join the kinky world of play. I want you to suck my fat vampire cock. <laughs> sucky
1: sucky.
2: Why is this the show I came back to?
1: <laughs> this is the show. This, it's a Halloween show.
0: Masicism. Hello
3: and welcome to the perverted podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex and perversion, and Boogie's crazy Halloween jingles. Recording live in Kathy's special place for one
0: last time. I am Count Boogie. You're
3: Bella.
4: I'm Bella.
0: You're Bella Legosi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kathy.
4: <laughs> I was thinking of Twilight. Uh, I'm <laughs> Dell.
2: I'm Owl also. If Bella Lugosi was here, I'd go insane.
4: <laughs> and that <laughs>
3: okay. oh, Devil Devil
4: wow. just stuck her tongue out. Her tongue out.
1: They her tongue out They're bro. not amused enough to speak this week. Yes. Oh, my God, Kathy. This is so exciting. This is a Halloween show. I don't know what crawled up my fucking ass this morning. I don't know either. Now I not At 6 know. in the morning. But I'm like, it's wait, this is technically the Halloween show. <laughs> I have to go into storage and make... Like some Halloween imagery, do you just hear? Like we have a little I storm hear it. in and the background, I love like, that jingle.
3: That's going to be a yearly thing now.
1: That's the new for Halloween. for the entire
3: month of October. That, that will be. That. there. I, I don't know about the whole month. Yes, the
0: whole month. Jesus I'm Christ! Christ!
4: <laughs> There's only like, like three days left. It's fine. I like what? how you got lightning <laughs> to to
1: punctuate your. That was uh, so great. Your, your point. That was meant to be. That's, you are. You are the <laughs> goddess. But no, this is this is our last. Um, this is our last show here in Kathy's special place. It is, absolutely. We are legitimately moving uh, the podcast once again. Yes. To a new location. And do you perverted podcast listeners have any clue
3: who it could be? Oh my god, you're being so weird. <laughs>
4: I had a really weird bowel movement today, Kathy. I, just, just you to I thought
3: there was going to be no poo. If I can't I d- talk about poo, you can't talk about I poo. Just, I only
4: talk about pee on this show. I'm, Get with it. it. See? I just, you there know, is a
3: poo ban. I'm
4: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just fucked
1: with me. <laughs> uh, we're going to Anthony's. Yes, we are. Yeah, that's Alt where we're Anthony. going. Alt Anthony. Everybody that's where we're Anthony. going. Yeah, he's been on the show a bunch of oh, times. Yeah. He was, Alt Anthony, for those of you who do not remember...
4: <laughs> is that just going to go off every 20 seconds?
1: No, it, it
4: just, I just forgot I left like six minutes
1: of it on, you know, three cool. minutes of it. ASMR so at of like At the end of like. Well, it's, it's, it gives us that Halloween feel. It does. But if you will remember, Alt-Anthony is the one who filmed the uh, the magical uh, Nerf dart shot into Mew's uh, butthole.
3: Yes, yes, he did.
1: The speculum uh, open in her butthole. And Al has said... That she would like to do it vaginally.
2: To the vag.
1: To the vag.
2: I didn't say that. I just agreed to that.
1: Okay, good. It was well, not the, my idea. Oh, that was my idea.
3: No, we... Yeah, sure. <laughs> she wants, doesn't want to take on any of the blame. <laughs> what
1: if... Okay, so we got to we got to up the game here. Because we're going to do it vag. We're not going to do it anal. Because you're, you're a tight little butt. Which, by the way... Um, remember the whole Kyogre thing? The shiny Kyogre thing? and. <laughs> And that you would let me do anal or someone do anal on you. Did which you Del- your mind? No, I haven't changed my mind yet. But if I get one in a field task as soon as Flower Crown goes away, um, then I'll get the shiny Kyogre and do the anal swap with you. But I was in... Whoa, anal swap? Yeah. that. Well, she said if I give her a shiny Kyogre, I well, can I do... Well, I said
2: if yeah. anybody gave me a shiny Kyogre, I'd do anal with them.
1: But then Dell was like... Yeah, it's been sitting there. He's just like so ready, and then you keep going like, "Well, I wasn't really serious
4: about it."
2: See, but I, uh, I haven't opened the game in like a month, so
4: doesn't matter. his
3: excuses. She's
4: literally sitting one day from the top friend ranking on my account. One day. One day. Well, all I wanted to Devil say beat them. <laughs> was I was in the
1: car the other night, and now I have a whole blanket fort. I've actually put up poles and drilled them into the thing so I can put blankets over. So now I have like a whole blanket fort of surrounding privacy so I can actually like How mask- do you
3: drive around like ma- that?
1: That's, that's when I park, honey. That's, that's Well, you I t- put it up and I, take it yeah, down put, every night? Yeah, hun, that's because uh. yeah, I live in the car, so I want a little privacy in the, in you the know parking lot.
3: No one who can do that uh, honey thing quite as well as you. You're just like yeah, oozing sh- venom out yeah. of you every time you use sweetness, that word. Sweetness,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, hey, it's sweetness too. Yeah, it's, like it. it's sweetness. So anyway, to make a short story long, I had an incredible time uh, with myself fantasizing about the shiny Kyogre anal sex with Al transfer. And I literally, you know, like literally, you know, cause you got to cry a little bit. You know, cause you know, it's anal and, uh, and I got to finish. That's the deal. You don't get the Kyogre. And I literally in the fantasy, I had the phone and the Kyogre on it, just kind of swimming there and you're staring at it and you're crying because you know, you've made shitty life choices. And, and you know, it's like, why, why would I lower myself to let this guy fuck me in the ass, uh, over a virtual fuchsia pink, uh, whale character. And and it was hot. It was totally
4: degrading. I wish
2: I could go back a couple months and just like never say that because it keeps looming over my head, it's, and no one's letting me forget.
4: It's so awesome. It would stop looming if you just did it, and then it would be spent, and you couldn't trade in a thing that's already been traded in.
3: See, look, that's Del, wisdom Del right there.
1: Is so on
4: <laughs> Al's ass.
1: Like he's just like, I have Word the Kyogre. Choice. I have it. I'm ready to do it.
2: Like I said, no one will let me forget.
1: No, no one will. And anybody who doesn't play that game is like, "What the hell are they talking about?" But it's—I've sp-
3: literally been zoning out. This it's whole a special—it's a talking. special
1: character you can give uh, someone you can trade with other people that play, and, and it's, it's really like my cool. favorite
3: Pokemon ever.
1: Yeah, and so okay. she's willing to give up the A.
3: Well, not obviously not. Well, she is. <laughs> she is. Have I- you seen how adorable Devil looks? She's wearing a little dress with skulls on it.
1: Yeah, we talked about that.
4: No, we
3: talked, you and I talked about it, but I want the listeners to know how cute, because it has little lace. You talked about it when
4: we had the not show at the beginning? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh, during the part where it didn't record? Yeah. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) Where Boogie forgot to hit the magic button.
4: (laughs) I also had to say it twice. (laughs) God damn it.
3: I
1: have better news. (laughs) All this stuff is fun, and and, uh, I have some good news about Mew. Some really special news about Mew. First Yay. up, Mew uh, came over the other day. Like her mom, uh, who tolerates me because I'm a year older than her. Um, the mom, and uh, and so, but after five years, she sees, you know, I've 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 done well by her daughter, and and they. She doesn't come home crying or in fights or anything like that. So she's...
3: And you gonna... helped get her into...
1: Well, you know, so yeah. I've, yes. I've definitely helped her with the process. So, you know, more tolerance. So the mom's doing some work and Mew is tagging along with her, which happens to be out by me. So the mom's like, hey, why don't I... I got to go do this work. So why don't I drop you off and you can go and visit Boogie for a couple hours. Oh, no. So, um, So I, of course pick Mew up uh, from where they're doing the work. And then we drove off and, you know, I got her some food and then whatever. And then we drove to a park and, and then of course, you know, I put up the blankets <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, did things to Mew and, uh, and of course I have the electrical thing. So it's got the Hitachi. And so she could come a few times and, you know, she felt real good. And it was a nice little visit. And then her mom's like, okay, I'm done. And so I drove her back and so Mew gets in the car with her mom and she calls me like 20 minutes later and uh, when they after they get home and and she says I got back in the car and my mom looked at me and said there's nothing quite like that freshly fucked feeling is there
3: Oh my god No she did not <laughs> She did so she basically knows she that did. you took her little girl, little girl put her in a car, and, and fucked, fucked her. Her brains out. Oh,
0: and boogie! Just
1: literally drove away and Mew was just like,
2: <laughs> "Oh my, that's <laughs> the most, That's like the worst and best thing I've oh ever heard." Oh my god,
4: that is so amazing. Oh, it, it reminds me a bit of um, Devil's <laughs> a matronly figure was kind of lecherous today. Oh yeah, indirectly, and it was hilarious. That's awesome. He <laughs> oh. was like, "Oh, so is Dell checking out?" enjoying the photo shoot i'm like i wasn't in the room but i would have said yes sure <laughs> it is oh good.
3: my god and so
1: she, i mean she's cl- very close with her mom and and it's just cool that they can have that kind of talk and and it i thought that was amazing and she was like yeah it was a little awkward but also kind of cool you know oh my <laughs>
3: god nothing
1: quite like that freshly fucked feeling huh and like coming
0: from your mom that is fucking epic
3: <laughs> oh, we need a bigger applause. Yeah, You've been threatening to do that for a, a while see. now.
1: But that's not the most important thing.
3: There's more important than that? There's
1: more important than that. So now Freshly Fucked Mew and, uh, you know, Anal Kyogre. Uh, okay. Some, all the stuff's in, in place. So here's an announcement. We're moving. We talked about that. It's going to be great. We're going to be back at Anthony's. Now it's time to share the real news. And the real news is that... Um, for 5 years Mew and I have been together. And uh and we had our anniversary, took her to sushi, it was really nice. There was lots lots more yummy sex in the car. Um and everyone who has listened to Perverted Podcast has been on this kind of journey with Mew. that um, she doesn't talk on the show because you know, she's you know trying to get into med school and just, just keeping a little separation from it. And everyone knows all of the stories that have centered around me and what my purpose is with Mew was the the process of having her study for uh, getting into frickin' med school, which has been a journey unlike any I've ever experienced. How many somebody. years now? It's been five. Five so, years. So, you know, she was just finishing her four-year degree, and then it was taking the MCAT, not doing as well as she needed to, taking the MCAT again not doing as well as she needed to taking it a third time, a whole third year cycle, and then getting the score. And we talked about that on the show that, right. that she got that. And so then she started getting interviews and, uh, to med schools, which is now, you know, cause she's competitive and whatever. And my goal for five years has been nothing, uh, with her than to get her into med school. I never doubted once, I doubted that maybe she would doubt herself and self-destruct a couple of times, but I never doubted that she had the ability to do it because, as everyone here knows, that she's fucking awesome. And uh, today, she got her first letter of acceptance to medical school.
3: Fabulous. Just fabulous.
1: I was in the library. And this is the first, she has 22 more schools and she's done four and they love her and she may so have So she can more. only go up from here. She can only go up from here That's and great. it's a great school and it's local school. Um, but there's other schools that are obviously can do way more uh, for her career and, and uh, whatever. And Kathy, you know, I usually don't get caught without anything to say because I came That's out of the library and I thought maybe she got another interview or whatever and she's like daddy you know because it took a half hour so all of the ugly crying and everything with her mom took place and so she's like hi daddy how you doing and I'm like hey so what's the great news um, are we pregnant
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> Let's see. don't even say that meaning
1: me pregnant you know that she. Uh-huh. You know, right. and she, she she said I got accepted to one of the med schools that we worked really hard and prepared and, and whatever for. And I li I five years. What the fuck do you say? Well, I, I'm literally like standing like, uh, 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 and I'm like, say something asshole. And she's just like listening. And I'm like, uh, 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 and like, what are you going to say? What can you capitalize? You know, like good job, bro. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like What? She just, five years she, she got accepted and
3: I totally understand that and that you would be speechless
1: and I just didn't. And I just finally, after like 45 seconds, finally just said, you're awesome. That's, that's awesome. You did it. And so then I called back and we, you know, talked a little more coherently and I'll go out there tomorrow. She's celebrating with her family right now. They're cooking fucking meat on the boat and, and, (laughs) 'Cause I can only imagine, I mean, it's like I've had five years with her and it's been, you know, you know, it's been a it's been a grind or whatever, but like, you know, her mom and sister and family and, and whatever, they've been with her, her whole life. So they know since she was a little girl she she dreamed of going to med school. Right. And and not only did she dream of it, she she, she got accepted to fucking med school. I'm like, I don't even know. Like my job's done, I can die finally. I can fucking kill myself. Jesus fucking Christ! It was such a relief. I started looking at rope. <laughs> it's fucking great. Go out you to don't Home Depot. Go to, huh?
2: You don't already
0: have? I rope? do,
4: but you know, I want to make sure it's special. No, don't die. You, you're more boring in death. You being alive is hilarious. Yeah, that's so selfish of you, though hey I'm selfish. i accept selfish. that that's, that's self-
3: what makes up our listeners that's, but man that's, that's <laughs> just selfish motherfuckers
1: you know <laughs> just let me go no i'm not gonna kill myself i still have some more fun and, and obviously she still needs someone to cook for her uh i she, guess so she will die on her own so uh depending on where she goes to school but i i know so many of our listeners and i know i took five minutes to talk about that um but I know so many of our listeners, even though she doesn't talk, they know more about her than they know about most people who play in the community. And so many of her stories and her her challenges and the things that we've gone through in our relationship and, and with Bunny and, and and the stories and things that we've told, you really do know this person. You really do know a lot about Mew. And so I figured everyone should just celebrate the fact that this is somebody who did something that I could never uh, in a, in a million years, you do that type of dedication. So, right. so.
3: And yet your type of dedication is what helped her.
1: I'll, I'll take
3: some brownie points.
1: I, yeah. that does the last six months. I, I wish I could have done better. Um, surely cause I was in all of my insanity and, and stuff like that going through mine. So the last, uh, the last stretch, was a, a little rougher. I, I wish I could have done better, um, but in general, yeah, I'm. I'm I think I, I accomplished the. That was the goal. Right. <laughs> the goal. So uh, that's you know. great. So that's wow. Uh,
3: next time she's here,
1: <sighs> yeah, we'll have like a little party. Yeah. I think it's next. Well, uh, the, the first thing, you know, we'll shoot some. Uh, we'll shoot some darts into Al's pussy while she masturbates, and uh, and then maybe Mew can go down on her. Put some saran wrap that on That
2: hasn't happened yet either.
1: Mew hasn't gone down on you? No, Mew's never. never put her mouth on you? Never. She's never done the saran wrap thingy? No. Huh. Never. I will talk to her about this tomorrow. <laughs> this should be this should, a celebration. Woo-hoo! Celebration, bitches. Well, let's move on. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. I forgot to let you guys know that I couldn't sing all the jingles this morning, so I I, I called my buddy Frankenstein to come in and and do do a jingle for us.
0: Uh, 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 uh,
3: Right on, Frankie. You had to
0: put See,
1: some sheep in there. Well, you know, Frankenstein gets lonely out there in the wild, you know, because chicks are afraid of him, you know, because, you know, he's got, you know.
3: Did you, did you... So... you ran out of ideas. And you're <laughs> like, I know. I'll pull a Phil Hartman. <laughs>
1: that was my tribute to I Phil like Hartman. I like it. So what do we got? Oh, that's right. This is the, the this post. This is a good one. This
3: is a post by Blue-Eyed Girl who wrote, Objectify Me Practical Kink. She says, a lot of things I have read in groups here, and she's talking about fat life, Mm -hmm. have really fed my fantasies and informed my ideas about how to incorporate objectification into my sex life in a practical way. What I have realized is that for me, the idea of being objectified is very closely tied to my desire to be physically used, my desire to be essentially irrelevant in the situation. And she goes into some pretty hot ideas about what... Does it for her with her partner. She talks about dressing in a way her partner likes, uh, like prostitution role play. Like Uh,
1: beginning, middle, and end, but she was very specific on... Oh, she was... The the, the negotiation, the thing, and the payment. Exactly,
3: yes. Uh, She talks about her partner's telling me to shut the fuck up, silencing me with a hand over my mouth while they use me. I mean... I was liking this post. <laughs> yeah,
1: hang on. Let me get that
3: oh, stormy music. Again. <laughs> and she finishes by saying, One thing I should stress, however, is that for me, I can only get turned on by these things if I feel safe and loved. And I know that I am, in fact, not actually irrelevant. And I generally require a good amount of aftercare when things have gone to these places because I need the reassurance that I matter and that I am valued which seems very weird to you if you're listening to this and you don't understand this type of play. What is it? Which one is it, bitch? You want to be irrelevant or you want to be relevant? It's a hard thing to understand if you haven't actually felt it yourself.
1: It is, yeah. I, I loved. I don't usually comment on, on people's posts you know, prior to the show because we're going to talk about it. True. But um, the way that this was written was just such a great... It wasn't too long... It had examples, it talked about the before and the after, and then it talked about the most important part, which is there is a difference between being uh, objectified in life by people who you don't trust and the people that you do trust. And that's what makes objectification work for the vast majority of people that uh, enjoy that type of play because it is a very edgy play because it obviously can go so wrong. Uh, If you don't spend that time negotiating and validating someone beforehand because you're going to do things to them that are literally just horrible and degrading. Uh, So I really love the fact that her beginning, middle, and end, like it was a great, like I'm like, oh, this is a great, this is a really great like objectification 101 kind of thing. It gave some good ideas because then it started reminding me of of like my ideas some of the things like i did i did a lot of objectification with bunny i used to do some with abyss and then like thanksgiving make abyss my table i remember and then, that one. and then i talked <laughs> about that on the show meal off of off her. Her fucking back and then fingered my table because god damn it if you can't fuck your table then it's not good <laughs> furniture um and then just all the like german hooker stuff that i did like like Even getting real dark and, you know, World War II y German hookery, you know, with bunny. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, I was the Nazi. And then, you know, and then maybe some some Jew Nazi play and, you know, just uh, stuff like that. Uh, So just so many wonderful things. But just once again, just coming to that point of the balance, it doesn't take away from, and I think a lot of people they they get so scared of all the negotiation that we talk about because they think that somehow it's going to take away you know the spontaneity and you know and it's 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 not going to be as hot because it's not as in the moment but when you're going to have types of plays like that it is it makes it better like if i didn't talk with bunny before i poured water on the floor of a dungeon and made her lick it up that would, that could have gone really, really bad.
3: Yeah, in my opinion, there is no room for spontaneity in consensual, non-consensual, <laughs> or any kind of, of degradation or objectification play. There just isn't. I think it can come after a long time of trusting your partner and having done it and having come out the other end of scenes that slip sideways and and having that backup information and that knowledge that you were able to pull out of it this time. So you can do it other times as well. And then you can absolutely not discuss every tiny little thing and next time just grab her and take her. But uh not it definitely not at first.
1: Probably not a good idea. Al, did you you grab the microphone pretty quick. Did you have I've
2: just been holding on to it this whole time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you uh,
1: I thought you were
0: like, God damn it, I got something <laughs> to say, I Mr mean, Potter.
2: I guess I could add that um there isn't really anything wrong if you do objectification with people that you don't know super well. It's just know your you know, the risks if you do that.
1: Sure. So you you it, this is actually a really good a really good place to go that it is possible. Now we talk about the communication and always communicate whatever. But there are people who have an extreme amount and Bunny was like this in some ways that she had so much confidence in herself. She might have been able to do things with other people that were objectifying that that maybe you didn't need as much conversation because she had that self-worth. And even if someone else, and this kind of goes into where we talk about being offended and how it's good to be offended and learning how to like yourself and and to validate yourself and to understand no matter what somebody else thinks about you or how somebody else treats you, the value you have for yourself is the most important thing. Does that make sense? I
3: mean, kind of. Yeah. I, I, I think Al brings up a really good point just because, you know... I'm a scared old lady and want to negotiate everything to death doesn't mean that everybody wants to do it that way. Bunny, as you bring up, is a good example. She knows herself very well and she takes on a lot of her own responsibility. So it doesn't mean that she's foolish and she jumps in headfirst to something that she doesn't know how it's going to come out. Uh, But she's a lot braver than I am and probably so is Owl because I would not be willing to do that kind of stuff with people I don't know very well.
2: I have to have some sort of trust built with someone before I do any crazy objectification or anything like that. But yeah, it's it's not like I need to have some deep connection with someone to do it. And I also know that I have other people if like for some reason this person is an asshole and doesn't want to like talk to me afterwards or something that I can go to and get the aftercare and stuff that I need. That's true. But I, I would say like if if you've never done it before, I would just... Really, kind of think about it before you just jump into it. Maybe do some research, (laughs) figure out if you like have the mental capacity to take care of yourself afterwards, just in case this random person you're playing with sucks, and you know, very good.
3: Yes, good point. Have backup there. Not everyone is going to be able to do the aftercare that you might need. Hmm. Dell, do you do any kind of degradation or humiliation or objectification? Play his
4: life see wow <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> devil's nodding <laughs>
4: oh uh, apparently i do if they want to add in um devil's gonna get they, it they in. don't <laughs> i did the cleaning scene with al um we went over the golden shower like last week or the week before very good That's, do you have any
3: of that like towards you do you ever are you um, ever the person who gets
1: yeah devil's
4: like i smack the The shit out of you sometimes (laughs) they smack me and i don't complain it's like (laughs) oh cool it's like I, i apparently i've learned from one venue that like i consider myself a light bottom but they're like no you're like medium or heavy i'm like okay whatever so it's like if i get smacked i'm like okay i didn't love that but i'm not gonna say anything
3: oh so you don't really you're not turned on by it but it doesn't bother you
4: no got it so now, but like, stay- if there's words involved, okay, then then it's a different ball game. Of no, we need to good at that, but just like physically manhandling me, like depending on like, okay, my bits, I'll be enjoyed. Otherwise, it's like, okay, sure, if it makes you happy.
3: Wow, so you it's so really, not
4: So you're not really into the idea. Have you met me. <laughs> you're not into the idea of being degraded or being put in a place. Word. I haven't done it, so I can't really comment. Uh, the only thing that I can think of at the top of my head, it's like oh, I it can be a footstool. My knees are going to hate me within like five minutes. I'm not sure it'll be the best object to use, but random. But it's nothing you thought. fantasize about. No, think it, it
1: does
3: get... Actually, brings up a good point. Sometimes people objectification can mean two things in King communities, at least in my observation sure be objectified like she's talking about in the post or like we've been talking about now yeah there's or like be a physical
4: object or de- dehumanize do you know I, de-humanize. and
3: they're like a, like the the play you did with abyss she's the table and she, sure. you're eating off of her
4: so that's yeah. more like the object objectification exactly, and yes. then there's the humiliation and degradation you're my footstool and, yeah, yeah. And,
3: and don't say anything because like for
4: not of like Like, the physical objectifying, but not the other ones. like, oh, yeah, I was just turned into a vibrator. I'm just a penis right now. Cool.
3: (laughs) I'm a penis. Cool.
4: (laughs) But then there's also, like, we get Hollywood Daddy on the show,
1: and then there's the other nuances where there's, like, emotional sadism and things of that nature where you're actually trying to... And that's where, like, with Bunny, Bunny really enjoys, you know, being cook queen and, and not being allowed to enter the bed and being told you're fucking worthless. You don't even get to be on the bed you can maybe touch your pussy if i let you but you're just gonna watch me fuck this other girl and you're not gonna get fucked so she's into kind of that but yeah there's so many different types of degradation did you have a
2: i was just gonna say there's like objectification means so many different things to so many different people it's not just your stereotypical your piece of furniture kind of objectification that most people think of Yeah. yeah
1: No, but those are pretty goddamn hot. No, of course not. <laughs> those are super hot. That's not hot. the only thing. But this was good. This was this was good because I think, I mean, this is one of the, are you going to post this one in our uh, little thingy?
3: Shoot, I forgot. Well, just, I usually can, do it ahead of time. You can do it going forward. I can't forward. believe you, I did that.
1: Well, going forward, you, you think,
3: I, th- how do. how dare you? I don't know how I dare. <laughs> See. I got the old lady haircut. I chopped my hair off, boogie.
1: Yeah, I noticed. I noticed. Kathy. I know you don't like it, but I do. <laughs> you, you, I
2: think it looks wonderful. Because
1: you're a girl, you have to say that. <laughs>
2: no.
3: <laughs> Creative Devil explorer did it.
1: it. <laughs> he, yeah, I can tell. Yeah, it. Did he melt an ice cream sandwich on top of your this head? This morning, before you, I'm
3: pulling on like the back of it, and I realized like, like not, the whole hunk of it just, just hanging. Jesus
1: Christ! At least you could have let me cut your hair. I cut Muse hair all the time. I Maybe can you can it
3: trim straight. it and get it the, all the right size you're
1: gonna have to you know kind of wash condition and so give it to me wet did he cut it dry (laughs) did he cut it dry
3: no, it was wet.
1: So it was wet. Yeah. Okay, and he still did that. Okay. Okay, oh
3: good. <laughs> hey, I knew going in, I'm like, uh, I cannot take this long hair yeah, one ouch. second longer. It's either go an entire week yeah. or just let him fucking cut it. And I thought, I'll just let him. It is a little shorter than I thought, and I don't know how to style it yet, so it's kind of messy. But...
1: Yeah, it'll grow. Your hair grows pretty fast, though. Yeah, it does. It's pretty fast. So month, yeah. in another month, it'll, oh, yeah. it'll be more manageable. It'll be okay. That'll be fine.
3: It's still old lady hair, though. I walked into work today going, I look like the old lady yeah. I actually am. No. I'm not used to that.
1: See, that's why I just, you know, once again, and, and I hear Bunny's voice constantly like, this isn't about you, Boogie. It doesn't matter to you. It's about what they want and what they want to look like. And so I totally get all that. But? I My opinion is, is I like longer hair. It doesn't have to be like really, really long, but I like a little bit. It just, I, it's when i see like at the library there's an older lady probably like you know 70 60 70 and she has long braids long white braids Mm -hmm. and i just i fucking love it it just looks so powerful to me i just like long long, hair it's my preference i would have long hair if i had hair i would still have
3: 95 percent of the time i like my hair long and every once in a while i just have to lop it off because it drives yeah, yeah
1: i understand it's a pain in the ass
3: i just wanted
2: to say that i think it makes you look younger actually be so nice. <laughs> See, that's you. how chicks fuck up the
1: system. It doesn't. That's why they call it old lady hair because it makes you look like an old lady.
2: I think yeah. I look younger now that I have short hair. I mean, I've had short hair the whole time you've known me, but i,
0: don't I don't like so you. I'm not talking to you anymore.
1: <laughs> well, then, fine. Let's move on to some. I don't even know. Perverted mailbox. <laughs> it's time to open the perverted
4: mailbox.
3: You sound like Ooh, Igor.
4: Channeling I, the unger there. I just I just <laughs> totally forgot. Well, I was gonna try
1: I tried to record <laughs> Smeagol and Gollum, but I lost it.
3: Thank God.
1: I I had I was like No.
3: Igor is better. The is, no, princess princess No, you, you sounded like Igor. Garum says Francis Gives it to
1: us rough I, I couldn't I just I couldn't hit it. So I just went with you. I e- liked bar. like
3: the cell door opening or whatever you had. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah.
1: Because that's, that's a good our, jingle. That's our perverted mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, I have two today.
1: <laughs> I need a life.
3: <laughs> One from Kitty who wrote to us and said, "I'm finally a motherfucking zam. and I'm excited to say I've gotten two of my friends to start listening.
1: Thank you very much.
3: I don't know if you still have buttons, but if you do, I'd love to add to my collection. I guess now I have to wait for future shows and be sad. Keep being fucking awesome. Love you all. We love you a long time, Kitty. <laughs> another,
1: another to join the ring.
3: She's pimping us out. To I her can't two believe friends, we apparently. have so
1: many people that have listened to every show. Two hundred and now 30.
3: for some reason they like listening to show. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I don't think they're I
1: really think, listening. I think it's just like they have it on in the background, have it on in the background oh, yeah. with my hair dryer and a train going by constantly. <laughs> And it just takes the repetition of the train whistle So
3: technically it's playing it. on their phone, but they're not actually no, listening to it. No, no, they're saying. not I, listening. I don't know about that. Kitty, please give me your uh, uh, address if you haven't already. Um, I don't know who to send it to if you guys Preferred don't give me your address. Do we have buttons? I mean, we got to make buttons yeah, for the buttons. Zams. Do we have some still? We've got buttons, believe me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, then congrats. I never got
2: a button for being a Sam.
3: I have one. don't leave without it today. I will give you a button. Wow, check Kathy's
1: fucking captain button.
3: Haven't I always been when someone wants a button, I send it to them.
1: Well then goddamn it, Kathy.
3: So Never Not Known, which is a great name, wrote to us and said, I've always been a Zam. I just recently went back and started from one all over again. Again, (laughs) Got to print on pee-pee. The train's going by.
1: (laughs) Probably live by a train station.
3: Oh, my God. Uh, This person says, you guys are so great. Thanks for making me laugh and occasionally tear up. So a thing happened recently, and I thought it might make you guys laugh as much as Hubby and I did. A few days ago, I popped into an AT&T store to get them to change the broken screen protector on my phone. (laughs) I noticed when he gave it back to me that there was a new podcast notification for the latest episode of Perverted Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we outed
3: someone. That's so sad. So not quite planting the PP flag, but mm-hmm. covert promotion nevertheless. Maybe it will gain you a new listener. Hugs to all in person if I ever make it to LA. People are fucking pimping us out. They're getting us new listeners, buddy. It's scary.
4: They want to use all our jokes and have inside jokes. We're special. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, we're special. We are. Special. No, we are special needs. <laughs>
1: Since, we are short bus special for goddamn sure. Which I want. If I win, I swear to God, if I win the lottery, a short bus is coming. It's just going to be sweet.
3: A short bus. That's short where you're going to put up blankets on those windows. Though? Oh, yeah. You got to yeah. fucking
1: the short bus because you, know, you didn't as a kid because I was really young. And mm. no, nobody wanted to kiss me when I was
3: a Aww. young, nerdy, horrible kid. Poor I boogie. I didn't really
1: understand the dominance at uh, at that point. I was just, just a blithering, emo, whiny pussy. And so everyone was like, oh, he's so sweet. You're just like a brother. You can cure that, by the way. You can cure that by not being an overly emo-sensitive uh, pussy. And then people will appreciate your confidence. <laughs> What, did I just go on a tangent against my uh, 13-year-old self?
3: Yes, you did. You know what's so weird? What? Is that Creative Explorer and I were talking about... Well, you know, just started off with fantasies of going back in time and being able to change things in your life. And then it just segued into a very realistic talk about what exactly would you do if you suddenly woke up and you were back like at your 9-year-old self or 10-year-old self.
1: Oh, my God. And
3: it was uh, just... Alarming for me to really realize that I I would not like... The me from now on does not like the me from back then. I have a lot of disdain for that person and I don't think highly of them. Creative Explorer, uh, while not necessarily saying the same thing, he said you would not recognize me. I was a completely different, emotional, out of control person uh, with a lot of, of, of problems and I thought, you know what? The me from nine years old would not be happy to see me and would probably think I was an old, fat oh, person. Oh, you mean if you're like,
1: visiting. Oh, like future me from South Park. Either way, we, I be- thought, like,
3: believe me, we, we segued into so many different I scenarios. Were, yeah, I thought
1: you were talking about if I could be in my nine-year-old body again and have my 51-year-old mind. Oh, my God, that would be... Yeah, but yeah, if I had to see the fucking fucked up loser that I was, I'd be like... I'm just. I was smart enough at nine to do the math, and I'm like, I think I'm just gonna go run in front of a car.
3: <laughs> you know what I thought Let's when put I a
1: was stop to this now. When
3: I was young, I thought you're gonna die broke, fat, and alone. I you would have not me. be happy you have that me. this came to pass. <laughs> you have me. I love uh, you. Uh, you are never alone with me. You call me an old... You said my haircut was old lady haircut. But the you is beautiful. Don't lie to me. I am so onto you. It's a
4: pixie cut. Fuck you. <laughs> it's short enough for Kathy. It's, it's a, pixie. a pixie cut. A
2: pixie cut is when you like... Almost have a shaved head. That is not a pixie cut. She still has hair that she could put back in a ponytail. <laughs> I didn't want to open this door. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> it's like a Barbie doll that they glocked <laughs> off the bottom and then shook the
4: head a few times. Shut
1: up. <sighs> oh, my God. My sister kicked my ass when I was a kid. I cut her Barbie's hair and it kind of looked like that. Oh, yeah. never cut uh,
3: never a girl's cut a bar- Barbie's yeah. hair. That's yeah. bad, Boogie. Yeah, whatever. Cut
2: my own Barbie's hair. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> I was a weird kid.
0: (laughs) Well, are we moving on? We are. Are we moving on to something else? I have no idea. Bodies in the basement? Hear that cries? Maybe you need some fucking advice.
2: Bodies in the basement?
3: Well, you know, Halloween horror. That wasn't
2: really spooky. That just sounded like a metal song or something.
3: It did. And it was. But it, it was, was kind of scary. But you've got bodies in the basement. Bodies and in screaming. the basement. Yeah, but that's scre- like such a normal metal thing. That kind of is. That's like your steel. I can't believe you I it. deleted
1: she Al's fucking thing. I, I have it. I can't I, believe. I just deleted I it. I
4: have it. Just wait. Just, just bring it up. <laughs>
1: Now she's into metal. Now she's like, now the metal. She just completely. I went to Sacramento
2: for a three-day metal festival. I like metal. I know that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, why are you now bitching,
1: Jesus, Jesus Christ? I have no idea what this is. Wait. (laughs) Not what I came here for. Thank you, <laughs> thank you.
3: Turn oh it my off. god, that's hilarious! I can't believe you said that.
1: <laughs> he has it as his ringtone for her. Oh, <laughs> huh? Did you?
3: <laughs> Devil says she wakes. I'll up I'll see if to I can it. find it and put Aww. it back
1: up. I can't believe I just got. Well, we're so sorry we didn't impress you once again. No, that my I'm
2: saying that was cool because it sounds metal. It's just not very spooky. <laughs>
1: If I c- I swear to God you are going. Do you want going- me to leave? I can leave. No, you're <laughs> just going right back into the anal position. No, Kyogre. Chi- I'm going to literally put a badoof on the screen and then fuck you in the ass while you cry and your tears no, just will use just
4: their head splash. To fuck a pumpkin, and then there'll be a headless owl. I don't know. I don't know. Talk about
3: humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> can I read the letter? Yeah, let's do it. This is from Jay who says, "Hello, lovely Kathy and Boogie. Can I just say that?" When I first read that, this is how I read it. Hello, lovely Kathy and Boogie.
1: <laughs> you hear what you want, Kathy. <laughs>
3: I do. You
1: hear what you want. It's
3: all in my head. Uh, Jay says, firstly, thank you both for doing the podcast and keeping my commutes and errand days so delightful. I love the sound of Kathy's voice and Boogie's stories. I have a question about switching. Hmm. I've been more submissive with my lover play partner And I love it. But I would also love to give my partner that subspace bliss that they give me. We've discussed switching roles and my partner is interested and would love to try to be submissive for a change. What would be some tips or mental exercises you would suggest in exploring a more dominant side? What are effective commands or wording I should be aware of? And finally, how do I tackle a slightly brattier side that comes out in my partner when I try to dominate?
1: Ball gag, ball gag fixes everything.
3: That you, you that's no what you and Creative ball Explorer gag, believe.
1: Ball gag and bondage. Who wants ball to go gag. first? First off, thank you, listener. Very, very yes. glad you're with Jay, us. Jay.
3: That's a great question. Um,
1: I do like the questions. Anyone want to jump in? No, you go for it. Because we talked about this. We do. This is a, a fairly uh, a fairly common topic that we handle on, on the show when it's talking about how do I how do I top or how do I be dominant or how do I give my, my bottom that, that kind of dominant, submissive experience? And if you're not used to going into that role, then you, once again, we talk about it a lot, that you have to make it kind of about yourself. I know in the back of your mind, you want your partner to have pleasure and you want them to experience some of the things that um, you experience when you're dominated and you get to feel in that submissive role, but the, the number one thing you're going to have to do to assist with the mindset is you yourself are going to have to take on the role that your pleasure is just as important as as your partner's pleasure. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And we talked about that in building that confidence. Of course, there's a million things you can do and things you can say you know, that uh, can put... Your bottom into more of a headspace you know if they like to be degraded if they like to be sexually degraded if they like to be humiliated if they like to be objectified or they've had curiosities and fantasies about that like we just all, all talked about um, those are those are obviously good things uh, to talk about with your partner to explore a little bit about what they what headspace they want to be in because maybe they just want a bottom and they just want the sensations. But if they really want that kind of give up trust, you know, submission, let somebody have control, then you're going to have to change your headspace before you approach them as a top.
3: Very, very good. I like it. My bits of advice would be that everybody in their life is dominant in one area. You might not consider yourself dominant, but you are the leader or in charge in some aspect of your life. It could be with your kids. It could be with your group of friends. It could be with the, uh, you know, guys when you play basketball once a week, it could be even at work where you are in charge of a specific project, but you are a leader in, in some part of your life. And my advice is always to access that part and hmm. let that part of you come out. Because unfortunately, a lot of times there may be uh, people who are trying it for the first time who are trying to mimic what they've seen or what they think it's supposed to sound like or look like. And you're going to just enjoy yourself more and be, um, at, at least in the beginning, if all you're doing is letting out the side of you that knows how to lead. And forget about the wording that you use and how you look, because my dominance when I am in charge of a project or when I'm at work, it's very quiet. It's not loud at all. I, I take care of business and I, I don't like to be argued with and I don't like a lot of back and forth when I'm in a, you know, a fact finding or brainstorming kind of session. That's different that there's a specific goal in mind and you do that for a reason. But basically when I'm in charge, like I said, it's a very quiet part of me. And so that, is how I dominate in in kink when we're playing. Um, It's not a lot of grandiose gestures. And I uh, find myself much happier with that. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to stay there. That's a a jumping off point is what I suggest that you use. Because then from there, you could find a whole other side of you that in, in kink or in play comes out that isn't a part of the rest of your life. And that's great. But start there, particularly if you're nervous, And then about the bratty part, hmm, what do I say about
1: that? You're going to give bad advice, Kathy.
3: Wow, what I say? You're going to be
0: like, encourage them to bring out more brattiness. Try to get them to whine
3: if they can. First of all. It's actually healthy. That's something a little would say, and I am not going to say that. Here's what I have to say about that is that possibly – the way you're approaching that is not necessarily the best way because the words that you use are very telling. You say, how do I tackle that side of my submissive who wants to be a brat? And that may not be the right attitude to have because maybe it's not something that needs to be tackled it, because that insinuates that it's something that needs to be wrestled to the ground, uh, put back in its place, and told to go away. Bad submissive, don't act like that. And if it if you start to do that kind of play and your submissive starts getting bratty and it turns out that you do not like that at all, that's fine. That's not what I'm talking about. But you might experiment to see where it goes. I mean, Creative Explorer gets the most amused look on his face when I brat out almost like he's got a dog and he's watching this dog chase its tail and run around in circles <laughs> and he's just looking at it all going well that's just the craziest kookiest thing I've ever-. and he lets it go on and on until he's had enough and he gets up and he does something that makes me stop instantly and then it's over he gets to be amused and then when he's ready to stop he stops it so he's found a way that works for him what I'm saying is if you don't know how this brat is going to affect you when you're in dominant space? Don't go into it with the attitude that you need to put that part down. Explore first, because you might find more ways to play than you thought possible.
1: Hmm. That's actually uh, something I had not
3: thought of. Let's see, see, so oh. I can't surprise you.
1: I okay, guess, no, you surprise me. Huh. I, I like the, I like the point of view. I oh, like the point right. of
3: view. Is it the old lady hair that brings out the wisdom in me? No, I am just looking at your <laughs> yeah.
1: eyes right now and just totally ignoring
4: the haircut. <laughs>
3: Actually, <laughs> at least now I am looking an...
4: above the neck. Uh, what <laughs> you are looking above the neck? So
3: I am enjoying messing with you now. Like, it's not, Old lady there's... hair, old lady hair. Look, I am just trying to. Just oh, look, I can't turn it around because it's all now, gone, Kathy. Just old lady hair.
1: Enjoy it. I am enjoying. Just it. Just enjoy it.
3: Uh, you know what part I enjoy is that mm. I don't have to take an hour to blow dry it.
1: That you know might be nice. I am kind of like that. I'm kind of like that too. Yeah. yeah,
3: You don't have to blow dry your (laughs) beard. (laughs) Like literally
1: my shower includes going to the 99 cent store and getting a thing of hand soap. (laughs) Yeah. And I squirt some in my hand and just slather up the body and the head and face and everything. And then. yeah, You
3: know, I, that, that part of it guys, you guys have it so lucky when, when he gets in the shower, it's like you could use one soap on all of you. And then he gets out and his hair is wet and he walks out the door and I'm like, I need an hour. Just give me an hour. Just give me an hour's notice, and then I'll be done. By the time I take my 20-minute shower and then half an hour to do my hair, you know, mm. it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. No, not like that. Did you guys have a comment? You, you were going to say something?
4: Yeah. Um, I was going to recommend things. They were talking about the person who normally is submissive, what to do when their normal dom is being bratty when they're trying to be submissive. huh. So that was a bit of a different thing.
3: Say that again. Like, what would be your suggestion then?
4: Um, I don't have a suggestion for that specifically, but I was just thinking of if they're asking for specific cues or techniques, and I would think of um, blindfold or a head mask and then do sensation play because they don't know what you're doing, and you don't have to worry as much about, like, am I hitting them properly? Am, am I doing this? Because they're in suspense of you just touching them in places. So That's you could try true, with yeah. that to experiment.
3: That's cool. That's a good idea. Hmm.
4: And elf?
3: I don't
2: really have any tips other than... Cause I, I don't really have an issue with like switching, so I don't need any help with that, really. But um, when I am having a bit of a hard time, like a set playlist that I have kind of helps put me in like that toppy head space and kind of makes me feel more confident. And, so like, you mean you having your stuff laid
1: out? Like this is my plan of action. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I'm going to, you know, I'll, these are the toys I want to use. Let's see if we can go down that road. Yeah, yeah. Like I
2: don't always have to do that, but if I am like kind of feeling a little, not sure, like just having everything kind of like planned out a little bit
1: helps. That's good. I relate to that. Yeah. I surely relate to that. Yeah. You know, it should... and
2: it's not always, it's just sometimes, but that might help. It's
1: have a, a plan. Have the cat toys, have the sex toys. Have the have the ball And for game. the brat
2: thing, I have no help. I don't know. I'm a brat myself,
3: so
4: <laughs> no, it is not true. Del One is, would have guessed
3: is Devil a brat.
4: That's a question. And the answer is yes. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> me sarcastic. I get. I didn't quite get the sarcasm thing from you.
4: Um, it. it they're not always bratty, so it depends on mood of their bratties. Usually, it's like randomly spanking me or hitting me when I'm also doing a thing. I'm like, I, I guess wow. my response for <laughs> brattiness is usually biting really hard. So it's biting chicken, and they usually lose that game. So that's my oh. specific response to how devil brat.
3: You know, I have found that with every, anybody who has to deal with a brat, they have the one thing that can go they can go to that is going to immediately stop them.
4: In my <laughs> case, that doesn't immediately stop, but my... Tolerance, my, my feedback responsive. Ow, they're biting me, trying to like out chicken me. I'm like, I'm going to keep biting harder until you stop. Right? right. And then they'll go for my thighs, and then I lose because my thighs are my weak point.
3: <laughs> Devil's nodding.
1: <laughs> it's horrible when they know your weaknesses. What
3: What you just brought up is the exact opposite for me. It puts uh, me into I'm a negative sure feedback loop that if is horrible. If you're trying to have
4: like a formalized like yes. top bottom dynamic of we switches, so it works. Of oops, we're in a switchy place and. A yeah. bit, I guess primal is like, who's going to be on top of this scenario of if it's a biting contest, I win.
3: Hmm. Devil, did you just roll your eyes? Yeah. You haven't
4: won <laughs> biting yet.
3: They're uh, having a silent conversation. One? Wow.
4: I'm seeing
1: some stuff go on. It's like. uh uh-huh. What? We...
3: They're having a conversation. Yeah, we we're not allowed to hear it.
1: Well, uh, okay. moving on. Well, I think that uh, I think that's it. We cured Halloween. It, we, we cured the It was the a show. good spooky
3: show. And yes. next yes. week, Why we Why would
2: you will... want to cure Halloween? Halloween is fantastic. How dare you? Why mm-hmm.
1: would you think that uh, it isn't something that could use improvement?
3: You said cure. Halloween?
1: We cured. We cured all of the problems with Halloween. We
3: never cure anything. We cured
4: everything. No.
3: We'll be at Anthony's next week. This is not week. the this Halloween is...
4: tree where the kid has, like, cancer. You have to give up five years of your soul to make him cured. No. Halloween is forever. <laughs> What What, the fuck? I went for extremely niche (laughs) reference that no one knows except
3: for Unger. Oh, Unger. Unger would know. God damn it. Yay! That was our last show in Kathy's special place. Thank I, you so much for what I did. Sorry I didn't
1: make Halloween exit music.
3: Ah, well, <laughs> like you got
1: four elements out of me in a day. That's it was
3: really good. I like those jingles. Uh, liked I those. especially like the one where you got, ran out of lyrics, so you just did a Frankenstein thing.
1: Hey, that was intentional. <laughs> Very clever. Thanks. Very
3: clever. Joining us in the garage tonight were Del, Beep, Devil, Beep. and Owl. Woo! The only ones who were here to witness the last show in this garage.
1: The last show. I will be now tearing down everything.
3: Yes. Or oh, you can do it later in the week. That's cool. No, yeah. Have- I, I should come in. Okay. And, I just get it. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for either myself or Boogie, please write to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to m- visit pervertedpodcast.com. Although, why I don't know. You and I don't even visit pervertedpodcast.com. I go to pervertedpodcast.com
1: once in a while every week, Kathy. To do
3: what? To upload the show? To upload the show. And if it weren't for that, you wouldn't go in there. You well, know there's not a lot up there right now. When you were doing all the whole spooky thing, I was like, oh, I don't have a counterpart to that. Hey, I could be Elvira. And then I realized Elvira was the original Valley Girl.
1: Kinda. She was. She, she was started doing same the Valley Girl
3: talk before anybody else She was, was. before Frank Zappa? Yes. Maybe. Because well, she was right in keeping with, what was the other chick's name? I always forget her uh, name. I don't know. The Elvira one, the original Elvira, and then they had this whole lawsuit going on.
1: Like fake Alvira, Kathy. No. You've just gone. You've killed. You've you killed. <laughs> if gonna, were here, you you've killed Halloween again. God damn it!
3: I've done. Goddamn, I'm Goddamn go that old away. lady,
1: though. No. Just put in some vampire teeth and go suck some dick or something. Jesus Ooh, Christ! Sucking
3: dick with vampire teeth. <laughs>
1: that's, that's I'm it. I'm sure
3: you have
2: some really good vampire teeth if you do that.
3: <laughs> you
1: <Usually> leave the <laughs> shitty plastic ones. <laughs> and they just stay there. That'd be good Come yeah. out of your mouth That's what we got That's it That's it Show 230 The sort of Halloween show It and was a Halloween
3: uh, show Don't say it, sort it of It was
1: a Halloween show
3: Ooh right. spooky <laughs> oh, It's so scary in here <laughs> It's not what yeah. Al
1: came here for God damn it <laughs> Well we're <laughs> gonna Next week we're gonna see you in all the Anthony's And we're gonna get back To some demos And some sexiness And good stuff And uh, that just started, started Playing on again, again. Yeah, you See you guys
0: next week Woohoo It's been 30 days since the dead started to rise. You shoot them in the head, and you don't let them bite. But this zombie apocalypse has been a little strange. All normal zombie apocalypse rules apply, except for one minor change. I shall explain. The other day, All us survivors were at the shopping center, foraging for supplies, when I saw the craziest whack-a-mole shit I ever done seen with my own eyes. Now then, all the female zombies were your standard psycho-violent aggressive, but all the male zombies were in the shops looking at dresses? Cross-dressing zombies in the shopping malls After dried up balls They love to the shop for shoes and try on lingerie So they can look sexy while they eat brains! Then there was this funny smell But we couldn't tell what Kinda like cheap perfume and human rot It was one of them tranny zombies in a beauty supply store. Smearing makeup all over his face, but it just looked like a sad, drunk whore. (laughs) Now, I was fixing to blast a hole in that freak train, but one of the female survivors threw a fit. She said, oh, hell no, boy girl. Y'all need some makeup tips. And then all the other female survivors got excited and put the undead dude in a chair. And I'll be goddamn squirrel sodomized if they didn't give him a zombie makeover. It just ain't right. Cross-dressing zombies in the shopping malls. After life, dried up balls, they love to shop for shoes and try on lingerie, so they can look sexy while they eat friends. They did her hair and makeup and found her a pretty wig and a girly hat. They tried to do a manicure on her, but her hand fell off so Big no on that. Ew. The zombie got so excited, looking in the mirror and making sexy zombie poses, which between you and me weren't all that sexy, but (laughs) be supportive. So now with the zombies, we have a very progressive and tolerant pact. We help them do their hair and makeup, and in exchange... We don't get attacked. So if you see a tranny zombie at a party, go ahead and tell her she looks great. And if you want to fuck one of them, go ahead. It's not like they can procreate. What? Cross-dressing zombies in the shopping malls. Afterlife, dried up balls. They love to shop for shoes and try on lingerie. So they can look sexy while they eat Brains. 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 Brains.